0: This is episode 664 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article Here's what I'm telling loved ones about what to expect and how to prepare. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the prepperwebsitepodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Prepper Website Podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to Angelus3, who left a five-star review on iTunes. She said, best podcast I found about prepping, new prepper here, trying to get prepared with four kids and a husband. They think I'm crazy. Angelus, I know what you're talking about. There's a lot of people out there who are in the same situation that you are, but I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you found the podcast. Um, there's a lot of other great podcasts out there as well. And so, you know, we're a community, the preparedness community and supporting each other because of this one situation right here, like Angelus finds herself in where she is feels kind of like alone because she's prepping by herself and people think they're they're crazy, right? That's why I have the preparedness group, right? The, the email group. And uh, man, that, that is really uh, something that it, it has taken off a, a life of its own that I really didn't anticipate. I wanted a place where preppers could safely share information outside of social media and that we could communicate, but it's really turned into even something more, especially with our online meetups that we do every other Tuesday night. I'm really enjoying those and uh, if you're looking for something like that you feel like you're kind of alone in the preparedness scene then uh, come check this out it's only 20 dollars a month and uh, i think that translates into uh, six cents a day or something like that it's a small amount but there's a lot of benefit there all right so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the episode it comes to us from the organic prepper and daisy has written an article there and uh, I think it's very timely. I was actually going to go a different way uh, this, for this podcast episode. But when I saw her email, actually I saw her email this morning where her new article came across. I was getting ready for church and, and finishing up and uh, decided to read that. And uh, I, I agree completely with what she's saying. And I think it's very timely. So um, here's the thing. Have you ever wanted to tell your loved ones or even friends about getting prepared And then what about now, even now when we we see all the craziness in this world, do you have that desire to see them prepare even, is it even a greater desire now? What would you say to them? How would you approach it? And so the thing is, you might not have to with this article, maybe even this episode, you can share this out with them and uh, help them to understand a little bit about getting better prepared, especially as we, we kind of feel What's coming, right? And you've we've heard a lot about it, and and what kind of it to expect, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that we don't want to share that with other people, our loved ones. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into this article, and uh, I'll have a couple of things to say afterwards. But I think Daisy does a great job of sharing some important information here. So again, let's go ahead and jump into uh, the organic prepper, and the title of this. Article is, here's what I'm telling loved ones about what to expect and how to prepare for it. Sometimes people ask me, if I was your family member, what would you advise? I had begun writing a letter to my loved ones about what is coming and how to prepare for it, and I wanted to share it here. If you have family members who you'd like to see get better prepared, please share this with them. They, like my loved ones, may or may not heed the warnings, but I care enough to try. Daisy. So hey you guys, it's me, your favorite kooky conspiracy theorist (laughs) relative friend. Don't worry, I won't rub it in that I'm not so crazy anymore. Much. Haha. In all seriousness, I wanted to send you a note about what I believe we can expect to see over the next little while and my recommendations on preparing for it. I'm sending you this not to nag or harass you, but because I love you and I want you to be ready if things go sideways, because I really think they will. I'm adding in some links to articles on my website if you want more information about the things I'm suggesting. I won't push you to do anything other than to read this letter. Please just give me a few minutes of your time and do that. It's very important to me. After that, you can choose to look more deeply into what I'm saying, or you can carry on and hope for the best. Either way, know that you're loved and that's why I've written this. So let's dive in. It's no secret that things in the U.S. are a hot mess right now. We've already had all sorts of riots and fighting, and people are planning to protest, perhaps violently, after the election, and it won't matter who is announced the winner. You may feel that you are located in a place that is safe from all the hostility, but please don't let down your guard. The danger is reaching further and further outside of the cities. Perhaps it won't end up on your doorstep, but will it block the road when you're trying to get home? Will the danger strike while you're at the store trying to get groceries? It's vital that you understand this violence is not just a problem happening in Seattle and Portland. It's spreading like a cancerous growth across our nation. But this is not the only problem. It may soon become difficult or outrageously expensive to find supplies like food, linens, hygiene supplies, clothing, footwear, medications, and cleaners. There are a lot of reasons for this. To name just a couple, the supply chain is broken and we're no longer getting regular imports from China. At this point, the why doesn't even matter anymore. And I know this is starting to sound like a Ginsu knife commercial, but wait, there's more. I think we're going to see another round of lockdowns, and I think it'll happen fairly soon. Now, some of you believe this virus is nothing, while others believe that it's practically the end of the world. Honestly, it doesn't matter which it is. The lockdowns and the further breakdown of our system are the things that will affect us the most. My friend Salko, who is from Bosnia, wrote about the breakdown of the system here. These measures will cause even more economic damage and the country is already in pretty dire straits. We'll see an uptick in poverty and hunger. Hand in hand with that will obviously be an increase in crime. When people are desperate, they do desperate things. So what do I think you should do? You may be thinking why should I be listening to her? She's always the voice of doom. I totally get it. There aren't, these aren't fun topics. Some of you have known me since I was a goofy, awkward kid and some just as a goofy, awkward adult. But this is what I've done for a living for the past 10 years. I've studied disasters and collapse that have occurred all over the world. I've taken courses. I've researched what works and what doesn't. I've interviewed survivors and I've personally been through a lot. I just want to share some of the things that I've learned over the last decade, which may be helpful to you. What you do with the information is up to you. So, first, stock up as much as you can. If you have any spare money, I strongly recommend you stock up on the things that I mentioned above food, linens, hygiene supplies, clothing, footwear, medications, and cleaning supplies. If possible, get the longest lasting version of these things possible. Remember how empty the shelves got last March? That's going to happen again, and we may not bounce back when it does. So when shopping for food, go for big bags of rice, canned goods, dried beans, pasta sauces, peanut butter, crackers, oatmeal, stuff like that. When shopping for clothing and housewares, get things that are sturdy and will last a long time. Forget any delicate, dry-clean-only stuff. If you can get your cleaning and hygiene supplies in concentrated versions and just add water, it'll save space. Start going for reusable choices instead of disposable ones and look into getting ingredients for DIY products. If you're taking medication, get as many months ahead as you can, even if you have to pay out of pocket for it. You could soon have trouble getting it at all if the issue with imports continues. And also grab a few Christmas gifts. You might have difficulty finding what you want closer to the big day. I know this costs money. Do without treats for a while so that you can make it happen. Please trust me on this. Here are some articles if you want more information about this stuff. And so uh, Daisy has a couple of articles here. The U.S. is running out of these nine foods fast. How and when to prepare for the next lockdown. Nine things to buy every time you go to the store. Here's why you should get or start getting ready for Christmas now. 12 ways to save money with reusable stuff in a disposable world and it's not too late to start prepping right where you are. So uh, again a reason to come and visit her site. So next up secure your home. There are two major reasons you're going to want to do some work on your home security. First there's the aftermath of the election. If things get crazy where you are you'll want to be ready for it if you aren't already. I wrote an article about preparing for civil unrest here. Secondly, above, I mentioned that as the economy gets worse, you can expect crime to increase. And it's understandable. If your babies were starving, how far would you go to feed them? But that doesn't mean you want to be a victim of these criminals. If you're not doing these things already, please start. So keep your home locked up at all times, both when you're there and when you're out. Don't leave anything in your vehicles. Invest in some security measures like a lock for the gate, video cameras and a more secure door and door frames carry your firearm all the time even at home if you don't use firearms investigate other possible weapons you might be more comfortable using all right, guys those are a lot of great um you know pieces of advice there the the leaving things in your vehicle I mean, that is just like an automatic thing and not only because of the time that we're in uh, around where, where I live and I live out in the suburbs. It happens out here. You know, I had a, uh, a person that I worked with that uh, they were a diagnostician and they had their work computer, um, in the back of their, their vehicle in a bag and they had stopped to eat dinner. And while they were eating dinner at a nice restaurant, their car window was broken and, and the computer was taken, you know, and then, so you, you have that. There's plenty of, uh, of people out here that will share like on the Nextdoor app or on uh, the Facebook uh, group that is, you know, in, in this area, in this neighborhood um, where people, they have video, I guess, like the ring doorbell or ring cameras or whatever of, you know, people walking down the street just trying their, their doors and seeing if they open. Not trying to break anything, just trying to open the door, looking in there, and if there's anything, they'll take whatever is there. So, you know, you have these things just continually happening and it's not even really, really bad yet. So it's really smart to be thinking about this. You know, when you're at home, you know, train everybody, even the kids, when they walk in the door, they you know, turn around, lock the door. That's just smart to be able to do stuff like that. Okay, moving on to the next thing. Put back some money. I know money, money, money. It seems like all I'm doing is trying to get you to spend money. But if at all possible, you'll want to free up some money for the months ahead. Jobs, even the ones that seem secure today, could be lost. Everything will very likely start costing a lot more. You could find yourself in a bad position financially. Do not spend money frivolously right now. Please. You're very likely to regret it if you do. Do what you can to put back some money that is easily liquid, so cash or precious metals. If you need to sell some stuff to raise these funds, do so. An emergency fund has never been more important than it's about to be, and I'm a huge and I'm huge on emergency funds. So here's some more information about rainy day money. Then have a backup plan. All the stuff above is plan A. It's stuff you can do to combat the things that I suspect could happen soon. But if you can't manage to pull plan A together, or you go through all your supplies and money or something else bad happens, consider plan B through Z. You don't necessarily need to take action on these things, but consider the following questions and think about backup plans. What would you do if you could no longer pay your rent or mortgage? What if you ran out of food and couldn't get what you've needed, either because of a lack of money or a lack of available supplies? With whom could you band together if things got really bad? Are there neighbors you trust, nearby friends or family members? What would you do if it became too dangerous to stay where you live right now? What if it was for a couple of days? What if it was for a couple of weeks? And what if it was for longer? If you couldn't get the medication you take regularly, what are some backup options? Are there other meds that would work in the same way? Are there natural options? What would you do if you lost your job? Are there any side gigs that you could start? Do you have your resume up to date? What is the employment situation in your industry right now? I don't bring these things up to scare you. I just know that for me, I handle things a lot better if I'm seriously considered or if I've seriously considered the possibilities before. Sometimes fast decisions are required, and if you've already done the research and the mulling over, you can make those choices quickly all right, I want to just reiterate what she is saying right there. That's the reason why we plan. That's the reason why we think things through, maybe even writing some ideas down. Because when you have written things down, when you've processed through them, you're able to make those decisions. You've already spent the mental, you know, the mental power, the mental effort on getting, thinking those things through. And you're doing that when you are in a good place when you have lost your job and you're, you know you're living paycheck to paycheck or you're worried about what's going on and then you have to process all this stuff you you that's why people freeze up that's why people just kind of get depressed and, and and just you know sit on the couch and just are there you know don't they don't have a plan moving forward and so i really like what she's talking about here that's the reason why we plan that's the reason why We have the, you know, plan A, B, C, and like she was saying all the way through Z here so that you are able to adjust and be flexible when the time comes, you're able to make those quick decisions. All right. So let's go ahead and, and move on here. So why am I telling you this? I know this note may seem like it's out of the blue, but with my finger on the pulse of all this stuff, I've been feeling an increased urgency to be prepared for the future. I don't have a crystal ball and things could muddle along as they have been for a long time. But my educated guess is that they will not and that we are on a slippery slide right now. Please, please consider what I've written carefully and don't just dismiss it because it sounds crazy or paranoid. If you have any questions, please let me know and I'll do my best to help. I'm writing this because I love you and I want you to be safe, healthy, nourished, and comfortable. This is my way of taking care of the people I care about the most. If I didn't at least try to warn you, I couldn't live with myself if these things come to pass and you suffer because of it. But all I can do is sound the alarm and point you in the right direction. The rest is up to you. Love, Daisy. Alright, guys, like I said, I think this is a very timely message as we are moving forward, right? A, a timely letter and uh, that or a timely episode, podcast episode that can be shared out with someone. Um, I, I've said it before. In the last couple of months that I kind of went through the same kind of thing early on in March right before we we locked down and uh, for those those of you that remember I mean we were we were in a uh, we were going into spring break and I thought as I was watching everything I thought we would go to spring break then we would come back and then we would lock down but we went into spring break and we never came back. I mean, we, we came back working from home, but it never came back ever again. And uh, I think the, the thing that really kind of sealed it for, for the Houston area was the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo shut down. And I think it's the biggest rodeo in, 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 the, in the country. I don't know if it's in the world or not but uh, it shut down. And that was, that was like the game changer that kind of set everything in motion. And I remember before going into the spring break time, I remember calling all my, uh, you know, all my coworkers together in, I consider them friends. You know, we work together. I I care about them. And, and I had to look at, look at this, right. I'm like, okay, am I going to be looked at as a, as a crazy whack job or Am I going to be looked at as someone who's coming across like I care about them and I just want to give them this information and they can do whatever they want to do with it? So, uh, you know, I asked for permission for my boss to be able to do that and brought everybody together and uh, kind of shared it with them. And a lot of people were already shaking their heads, they were agreeing with me. And it's almost like people are already, they instinctively knew, well, some of them did, right? So they instinctively knew. But it's almost like you don't want to say anything because you don't want to be considered like that wackadoo, you know, person that you work with or whatever. And so that's I mean, that's the way I opened it up with it. I'm like, hey, guys. Um, and then we even had some uh, I had some co-workers who were traveling. So they zoomed in. So it was kind of funny. So, you know, I had a camera on me and the whole deal and sitting around talking with everybody. And this was before mass. This was before any of that kind of stuff. But that's the way I kind of that's the way I opened up. I said, look, guys, I, I got to share this with you. And on one side, uh, you know, I feel like I can be taken as a whack job. And on the other side, you know, do I do I care enough about you to give you this information? And I said, hey, I follow, you know, this. I've been following the virus. I've been following it for a while. Uh, Some of you know that I'm into preparedness and you know that I have a website, you know that I have a podcast. And I'm just I just think that as we go into spring break, it would be wise to you know, go and buy some food, extra food, and it'd be wise to go and buy some hygiene products. And it would be wise to do all of this stuff, right? And if you don't need it, you you don't lose anything. You have extra food, you have extra hygiene stuff, stuff that you're going to use anyway. And so, you know, worst case scenario, you don't have to go to the store as often. Best case scenario, you are prepared. And so I had so many people later on thank me, For saying those kinds of things to them, and even people that I used to work with that I don't work with on the campus anymore, uh, people that I consider friends, I was sending text messages to. I'm like, hey, you might want to consider this, and and man, they they later on they're like, thank you, Todd, for letting me know, you know. And I I spoke with the one just recently through text, and they were like, I've got more toilet paper, Todd, than than I'm going to use in a year, but I'm good, you know. And so people learned, I guess, from those those lockdowns early on, or at least from the shortages that were in the grocery store. And I was seeing, I mean, really early on around here, out here in the suburbs of Houston, people were sharing, you know, the grocery store pictures and they were and the, the meat was like wiped out. And I really didn't think it would get that bad that fast, but it did. And so, if, if things start going crazy again, things start going downhill, you can expect that even more. And the thing that a lot of people are talking about and that, you know, there's a lot of articles written out there. Last time there was there was food, there was supplies in the chain that was able to, you know, get those things to the grocery store very quickly. That might not be the case next time. We might not be able to ramp up. We might not have the, the supplies in the supply chain. There's been a lot of things that have happened as far as you know, uh, we've had winds up North where, you know, the corn was, was knocked down and we've had different things. Uh, just, I can't think of all of it right now, but there are reasons why there's not as much supply in the supply chain. And so we could be experiencing that. So exactly what Daisy said here, the concern is not so much COVID. I mean, although that is a concern, I know people that have died. I know people that are in the hospital right now, and they don't have very good chances right now. And so that is a, that is a concern, but I'm talking about the, the the overall concern for everyone here. It's not that. It's the economic situations that more lockdowns are going to be bringing. And so right before I got on to record this, I just went to Twitter and typed in lockdown protest. And, you know, just, and of course, I'm recording this on Sunday, uh, Sunday, October 20th. Uh, 25th, right? And so just, you know, October 25th, there's a lockdown protest in Italy, in England, in Australia, and in Germany, and that's just doing a very quick Twitter search and then scrolling down. And so you have these things going on in other parts of the world. You know, it's just a matter of time before it starts coming here. You're hearing, if you're following this, that the numbers are spiking everywhere. And the numbers are spiking. Deaths are very low. People are not, you know, deaths are not following the spiked numbers, but the people that want control and the people that want to cause problems are going to use those numbers to cause more damage and to cause more misery so that you can ask for more control and think you can, you know, the government can come in and save you. And I'll tell you what there was, uh, I, I'm going to be very honest with you. I had a company that wanted to advertise on my podcast and uh was getting ready to to gear up with them and and was looking into the product and uh, they were sending me out samples so that because i told them i said i can't i can't advertise something promote something if i don't believe in it so i got to look at your product first i got to try it out for myself and I, I won't give you the name of the product it's not anything that i've endorsed before in the past but i was going to do a review i was going to do all of this stuff and they listened to one of my episodes where I talked about government control and they couldn't go along with it. Now, this is, this is a company that believes in like, you know, they're creating, creating materials, gear for bug out purposes and things like that. And they didn't, they couldn't understand that. So the marketing director was like, no, we can't advertise with, you know, Prepper website podcast because of that. And so I'm like, there's people out there that don't understand these things. They don't, they don't understand it. They don't believe it, but it's going to happen. And so what do you, what do you go? And I'm like, man, I'm glad I, you know, they didn't, they didn't decide to, uh, advertise. And then we had to deal with all of that after it got started because I'm like, I'm not interested in, um, cowering down to, to anyone or changing my message because, Uh, someone doesn't agree with it and they're they're paying me for it right they're paying uh, advertising dollars and a lot of you know that i don't i don't pull any shots about my faith or any of that kind of stuff because i want to be able to say what i want to say and what i feel needs to be said and so the lockdowns are going to come they're going to do it because they want to have more control And when they do it they're going to wreck the economy even more and you need to be prepared about it so talk to your family, talk to your friends about what you can do. And even if they don't, even if they don't uh, believe, you know, or, or they're not in the same place about prepping, you don't have to talk about prepping. You know, one of the things you could do is just bring up, hey, I read online or I saw this article on social media that we might be experiencing more violence after the election or I, I saw on social media an article that said that we might experience uh, you know a supply uh, you know issue in the grocery store after the election or as things progress into the year. What do you think about that? And then you just kind of throw it to them, and you're not bringing up preparedness. You're not bringing up doomsday prepper, survival, bug out bags. You're not talking about anything like that. You're just talking about being you know being a little bit better off then the next person, because you're thinking about these things ahead of time. But the thing is, is that I think people instinctively know that things are going on and things, I think people instinctively realize that they need to be better prepared. One of the things that, that happened early on, and um, we didn't have, when, when everything kind of happened, my son and my daughter-in-law were living with us and they had, my garage was filled with their stuff. And my wife wanted to buy a freezer, but we didn't have room for it. And she was like, we'll we'll put it here in the living room. I'm like, no, I don't want to put a freezer in the living room. We'll just hold off on that. And so when they decided to leave, we had room in the garage now. And so I was ready to put a freezer in there. You could not find a freezer. And so it's like one of those things where you could not find a freezer to save your life. And I know that in the email group, when uh, people have sent emails and then also when we, we do our online meetup, people have mentioned that as well, that some people have purchased a refrigerator instead of purchasing a freezer because they couldn't find it. Now, we lucked out. My wife kept looking, kept looking. She finally got one. And so we, we got a decent sized freezer. And so uh, you know we're, we're pretty well off in, in that category. But I think that goes to say that people realize what's coming down the pipe. So they're they're stocking up. They're buying freezers. They're stocking those freezers up, and they're being prepared so for whatever happens. And if nothing happens, then they've got a lot of extra frozen food ready to go. Another thing that's really hard to find right now is canning supplies. If if you have been looking for canning supplies and you can find them where you're at, you're one of the lucky people because if you go on Amazon or you go online to try to uh, to find find anything like that, it's going to be very expensive. And that's another thing that we were talking about in our online meetup is the canning supplies are very hard to find. I mean, every once in a while you can find them. Some people are, are finding them and when they find them, they're buying those up, but they're very hard to find. And I think it's because people realize, Hey, I want to have these supplies. If I need them, I have them available to to me. And so they're buying these things up. And so canning supplies are, are there. And so I think Instinctively, people are starting to, to understand that preparedness is not this crazy thing that you know that, that you know you're going out into the woods and, and, and you're bugging out and you're waiting for the zombies or whatever. It's a way of life and common sense that you have what you need for your, for your family if things go sideways and you have those things already better prepared. Like we've said so many different times here, if you buy these things, you're buying the things that you need. And if you don't need them, then the worst case scenario is you don't have to go to the grocery store as often. So think about what you need, not just the food and all of that. I think that needs to be a priority. But think about what you can buy in the future. What would you need maybe in um, January, in February, maybe in early spring? What would you need? What kinds of things could you buy now if you can afford it? If you can't, then you need to start doing some things where you can bring in some extra money having garage sales selling stuff that you don't use anymore doing a side gig maybe at work they they will allow you to work overtime and you you're willing to say hey I will work as much overtime as as you can give me right now and yes, you're going to be dead tired, and you're going to be all of that. But at least you're bringing in some extra money that you can put away. And so I think that's really smart to do right now. And uh, if you can afford that, I think I think you can. You, you need to be doing that and be thinking about it. Again, putting some plans in place, thinking about this in the future. If you don't need whatever you whatever you you're you're purchasing right now, you still get to use it right? I'm not talking about going out and buying solar panels. And although if you can afford that, and that's something you've been wanting to do, you might want to buy it because you might not be able to buy it a little bit later on. I'm not talking about going out and, you know, buying, you know, 10 new rifles. If you can afford it, go ahead. If you can find it, that's, that's one of the things we've talked about as well. It's very hard to find ammo right now. Why is that? Why is that? Because people start seeing the writing on the wall People instinctively know it's just common sense. And although they're not calling themselves preppers or survivalists or whatever, they see what is coming and they want to be better prepared. So people instinctively know what they need. And you should probably start thinking about what you need and stocking a little, stocking up, or topping off, or whatever it might be. I know that some of you that I'm that are listening to this episode are, uh, I'm preaching to the choir, and you're like, Todd, I, I'm topped off, I'm ready to go. You know, you know, bring on, bring on the zombies. And then some of you are new and you're listening to this and you might, maybe the title caught your attention. Maybe you realize that there's something going on out there. Maybe somebody recommended the podcast to you. And so this is kind of new for you. And so you're, you're, you're okay. Where do I go? Where do I start? And basically it's it's not very difficult at all. What do you need to be able to have? What do you use on a regular basis now? And then start buying more of that, increase that your food supply, right? Your hygiene supply. Start buying more of that. And that just that just makes sense. And of course, listen to the other episodes that are there. Go and check out prepper website. There's always great articles there to help you. Check out the links that Daisy has here in this article. And I make it very easy for you. You can link to it uh, from the show notes or from the PrepperWebsite Podcast dot Uh, slash episode or EP664. And that makes it, I make it very easy for you to provide those resources. All right, guys. Well, that is it for episode 664. Don't forget, like always, I'm going to link to the article so that you can go there and you can check out all the great information. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best survival articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, Choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.